get you all the winners and all the news. Strap yourself in. Let's kick it off with Kieran Ma. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Kieran. You're well? Morning, Michael. Great, thanks. Uh, gee, this is a big day for the stable. Uh, you've got all your horses. Uh, the guns are loaded and it's exciting. Uh, we'll start with the Blue Diamond because this has been the race that I know you've earmarked for a few weeks now. Four Steel City with the blinkers going on. Uh, when we're one day away, could she be any better? No, I don't think so. Um, everything's gone very smoothly to date. Um, she's very well. The work's been good. Uh, she's had a couple of gallops in the shades. She popped out of the barriers. Uh, Blake sat on her and um, done all the homework. So uh, she's got a nice draw. There's a lot to like about her, really. I, I can't really fold her. When was it that you thought, I think the blinkers might be able to just find that extra length for her? Uh, last start, really. Uh, in what looks to be a very good form race. Um, I just thought, you know, she never really looked like she, even though she ran super and, you know, the, the rating and everything from the race was fantastic. She never really looked like she pinned the ears and and um, and really ripped. And uh, you know, her grand sire Fastnet, they they all love the blinkers. Merchant Navia sire, he he loved the blinkers as well. They went off for the Coolmore. And uh, yeah, I just thought she needed. She just lacked that little bit of focus, that sort of five percent. So uh, hopefully, that little that little nick that she needs. And she hasn't raced in Melbourne. I'm sure she's been educated down here, but what does she show you this way of going? Yeah, no no problem. We, we train them each way. And, uh, yeah, as I said, her gallops have been uh, very impressive. Uh, Blake was pretty taken by her. Has your stablemate VC been a little forgotten? Uh, he was the boom horse after his debut win, and then the shine may have gone off him last up where he looked a little disappointing, but... You said there were excuses that day, maybe the track? Yeah, exactly. Um, I just don't think he was comfortable coming off the bridle on that um, slightly shifty ground. And his sire, Capitalist, they're, they're renowned for that. And um, he's a big, strong colt. He's taken really nice improvement out of his last run. Uh, he's drawn a little bit awkward, but he'll definitely improve. And on top of the ground, um, Brownie gave him a little... Um, just a little stride up yesterday morning and he said, uh, yeah, he's pretty spot on. Um, he knows him pretty well and I'm, I'm certainly quite happy with him as well. I wouldn't say there's a hell of a lot between them, to be fair. I just think Steel City gets that bit sweeter run. It's a deep, open diamond, as they usually are. Who do you think might be the hardest for your, your couple to beat? Oh... Uh, Maybe the Godolphin horse. Um, mm. Yeah, I would say maybe the Godolphin horse uh, would be the hardest to beat, I would say. Maybe. Yeah, I, I would say it's the hardest to beat. Maybe Gaze. Barber. Gaze and the instructor. So $19 VC, $4.40 Steel City, and there's not that much between them. So it might be a bit of value for VC punters there if he can get some luck. Gee, what have you done with I Am Me since she went up to Sydney? I Am Me, she's just a 
a mare that's burnished. Um, she's a, she's sort of not unlike a Marabi a little bit. She she sort of took a while. She was a, a small horse that just took a little while to develop and uh, give her time and and just this prep really furnished. Uh, she used to do a little bit wrong. She used to get a little bit keen in her races and in her work. And, uh, yeah, she's just, I suppose, just seasoning and confidence. Um, yeah, she, as I said, she used to be a little bit revvy. And, um, yeah, she's just gone to another level this time around. You happy with barrier one? Wrapped. What's the plan? Uh, we'll go forward. And, um, yeah, her last start was, she went very quick last start. Uh, they ended up breaking the record, I think, at Canterbury. She had to work from an outside gate, got across, travelled quick, and uh, quickened off a hot tempo. And, uh, you know, this has been her aim, you know, since that race. She got down here nice and early. She trialled. She's galloped. Uh, she's ticked all the boxes. And, uh, yeah, I'm... Really happy with her. I, I think um, I think she's got a super chance. Um, Marine One's another one that's drawn a good gate. You've done well with your gates in a lot of the big races tomorrow, and um, we know he's got a lot of ability. And he wasn't far away in the Rubiton. Can he be in the finish tomorrow? He probably just peaked on his run a little bit in the Rubiton. He hadn't raced for quite some time, and uh, yeah, I just, he peaked a bit. So. Uh, He'll, he'll definitely improve, as you said. Gets a gets a nice run uh, from five. H uh, coffee in the saddle. Uh, be great to see him on a big one. Gee, Nugget certainly took the step up to to Group One company in his stride last start. He too's drawn a really nice gate in the Futurity. How do you see the race for him panning out tomorrow? Well, it, it panned out really well for him last start, and I could see it panning out pretty similar. Um, it's sort of um, no disguise. He's better. He's better up to the mile. Uh, but fourteen hundred on similar track, uh, he'll be right there around Lakeside, and and um, yeah, he travelled very deep into the race the other day. I think Johnny thought he had the leaders covered, um, but they did kick very well. Uh, that was his first step up to the to the ones, and um, I thought he handled himself really well. He come home, he carried a lot of residual fitness into the race. Uh, he bounced through the run. Uh, he did a nice piece of work, and he's pretty spot on, really. It's good to see the Melbourne Cup winner back tomorrow in the Peter Young. You got three in the Peter Young, but the Cup winner's the headline act. Is he is he fit enough to win first up? Oh, I think he's definitely fit enough, but whether he gets conditions to suit, um, I'd be a little bit wary there. Um, I see he's fairly reasonably short in the market. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he like obviously he's a quality horse. He's narrowly beaten in the core field, run well in the Cox and one of Melbourne, so you can't really write him off. But um, yeah, I'd be I, I, I think that is fairly short for him. You concerned about a firm deck? Yeah, like uh, you know, all his best runs have been when he gets a, a bit of give, but sort of got to that stage where he 
he probably needs to have a run to have him spot on for the for his targets in Sydney. How's Il Paradiso? We had an SMS yesterday saying. Since El Paradiso's last run, a, a pandemic's come and gone. It's been a while. Well, Il Paradiso is really hoping to become the next Right You Are. Uh, I think Right <laughs> You Are two years off um, for a tendon injury, and you know to think that he's got to where he's got to at the moment. So that's pretty much similar to Il Paradiso. He had a um, tendon injury. Um, we we hadn't tried. I think he had one sort of in that Melbourne Cup where he where he placed, and uh, Chris Waller had him for a while, and and uh, he was in and out of rehab, and he came to us his prep. So we've just taken our time. Um, we've just taken our time, and and uh, yeah, he'll be much better for the run, and probably needs needs twice as twice as far in distance. Um, but uh, yeah, he's had a nice grounding on him. Could Steinem then be your best chance in the Peter Young? She'll have residual fitness after that good campaign over in the West. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Steinem, very happy with. Um, uh, she mixes her form, but I think that was mainly due to soccer track. And um, yeah, she'll she should get a nice firm deck. She can land on speed and. Uh, uh, like you said, she recent racing and really good form over there in the west, and uh, she hasn't she didn't have much time off. In the Zed, if you've got an interesting run, a recommendation who is another one that comes down from Sydney with really good form. How do you compare that Sydney form to the the horses he meets tomorrow? Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. That um, uh, yeah, the team are very happy with him in Sydney. He's a horse that took a while to for his action to come right. And, He's uh, another one that's improved a lot off his last preparation. Um, good win last start. I think he's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to go there and win, but I'd say he'll, he'll be there about. Pride of Jenny's the favourite in the mannerism. Um, she's a very good mare, but her record probably says she's better second up. What are you thinking first up tomorrow? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with her. I think Lakeside's ideal. Um, she can... Step a bit awkward, but providing um, providing she gets a smooth break, I'd say she'd be very hard to catch. You've got three in the Angus Armanasco, Royal Merchant on the backup, uh, Jenny Lala and Adamant. Who's your favoured one of those three? Royal Merchant's been knocking on the door past a couple, uh, four, trying to get that elusive black type. I think she's fourth in the last two. She's on the backup, looks super, very happy with her. Uh, I think the track will suit her as well. And Jenny Lala, there's not much between them. I reckon maybe Jenny's got, maybe Jenny will have slight, the slight edge over the three of them. Uh, she's, uh, yeah, she's in good order. She's got the right, right gate. And, uh, hopefully she can get some black types for, uh, Tony and Lynn. And you kick off the day with the shortest price favourite of the meeting, right you are. And we also see, High emotion back after her unbelievable third in the Melbourne Cup. Is it? Is it a dollar seventy? We just start the multis with right. You are. <laughs> Reese Murphy, my racing manager, he certainly thinks so. Um, I can't fault <laughs> the horse at all. Uh, it, yeah, he's in great order. Um, yeah, he's always 
thought he was. You know, he'd only sort of win and wait for the horses to get to him when they're around him. He's passed his two before his last one, but then last start he really opened up off a, what was a pretty soft tempo, but the way he ran away from him was pretty impressive. So I think he's gaining in confidence. Um, like I mentioned just before, he, he had a couple of years off for, for an injury, and um, I think he's just building in confidence. Uh, who's your best tomorrow at Sandown, do you think? Uh, I am me. Yep, you sounded pretty confident. Can you can you pinch a group one in the surround with Ruthless Dame? Gee, she was good first up. Oh, super, wasn't she? Um, yeah, again, long time off. Uh, had a solid grounding. Was super. I thought she was a bit stiff not to not to even win that race. Um, uh, yeah, she just sort of got going about, you know, a third of the way down the straight and um, was really opening up on the line. So, you know, it's it's tough to say you can beat in secret and horses like that, but very happy with the way she's prepped up. Um, I think Sonora down in the weights in race 10 has got a, got mm. a super chance there with the claim for Zach Lloyd. And um, Glory Days, he, he won at Sandown pretty impressively last start. He's in race four. Uh, I think he could win again up uh, up to the 2000 with J-Mac on board. Do you like any today or tonight at the Valley? The Valley, I was hoping Aquascent, race seven, number six. Uh, it was a pretty good run, probably just did a little bit much uh, first, uh, in the first half of the race. But big, strong horse that's learning his craft. Uh, I don't think he'll be far away. Kieran, best of luck, mate. You've got major chances in four Group 1s. Could be a huge day. Yeah, hopefully. It's pretty exciting heading in, that's for sure, for the team and myself. No doubt about that. Kieran Ma, uh, with all of his thoughts on his runners, I Am Me is the good push in the Oakley Plate.